Hello and welcome to the first episode of the MacGyver Podcast. I'm your host, Thomas Duke. And I'm Matt Jackson. And what we'd like to do, our goal for this podcast is, one, to discuss all the wonderful things that MacGyver has brought to our lives, but also yours as well. Um, one of the plans we'd like to do once we get up and going uh, is to have some guests come on, uh, hopefully some actors uh, from right. the show, as well as lis- listener mail, uh, and want to hear what you guys would like to hear from us. Right. And We're like, going to uh, do some commentary on uh, some episodes. Right. Plan to do all seven seasons, um, hopefully. But uh, our dream for this and, podcast... And the two movies. Don't right, forget the movies. Right. And our dream for this <laughs> podcast will be to interview Mr. Uh, Richard Janerson himself. Well, get Rick on the show. That would be great. Um, of course, we'll have some other um, actors like Bruce McGill maybe um, beforehand, which would be wonderful. Um, and so part two of this episode will be the commentary of uh, the season one episode pilot. Um, so definitely give that a listen when it comes out. And um, so right now we're going to talk about how both of us came in to know the wonderful character of MacGyver. So Mac, why don't you start us off? Sure. Uh, well, I'm 37 uh, at the moment. So when MacGyver came out, I must have been 10, I'm guessing. Uh, and I was already a fan of Henry Winkler from Being the Fonz. And when Happy Days ended, they made a lot of fuss over the fact that he was going to be coming out with two new shows. Right. One of them was called Mr. Sunshine. Uh, it was about a cranky blind guy. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Tambor uh, played the part. And it was funny. And, you know, I, I was a kid, so I, that wasn't as right. exciting to me as, say, an action-adventure show. And it didn't last, but they said his next show would be about um, a special agent who doesn't use a gun. So I remember the day being up in my parents' room, getting ready to watch that first episode, and it comes on. And again, I was watching it because Henry Wing. Starts right in the middle of the action, right, and it just it puts you right into it. It's no build up. Yeah, you're just he's, right he's away, on the side like, of a clip, yeah. right? You know, I mean, he's charming and he seems real. Yeah, I think uh, the way they describe know, he, it, he's a sincere guy. Later he's episodes not, was the um, the quick wit and quiet charm. Exactly. So. Right, and and you could tell it's not a guy who's going to run in front of a gun and ha- expect the bullets to bounce off his chest. Right. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, and I'm watching it, and I'm thinking, okay, well, this is kind of neat. This is cool. And, and when you're ten, if you don't like something, that's it. You're not going to bother to waste your time. But if you do, you know you're t- tuning in every week. Uh, and I was hooked. I mean, this is a yeah, guy like wow. Instantly. How, how does he think about this stuff? How does and it, the fact that it was a real scientific right? It's thing. real, real things. It's like, not just made real, up stuff. So I want to be this guy. This is my first thought. I want to be this guy because without trying, he's already so far ahead of everybody else. Right. He doesn't brag about it. He he's very humble. Humble as can be. Uh, very self-deprecating. Uh, you know, is willing to admit, I don't know if this is going to work. And the humor, the humor. Yeah, when you ask him, you know, you'd say, you sure this is going to work? No, but I sure am going to try. You know, that's, you know, it's funny. Yeah. And, right. And, and, and so you never got that cocky, arrogant. And, and back in the 80s, uh, anybody who, who remembers, 
they had that type of character around all the time who was obnoxious or yes. tried to be superhuman or was very unrealistic. Um, a team comes to mind, right. you know, where, where Mr. T, Mr. T. Yeah. Perfect example. Uh, sweet guy in real life, but on the show, he's the, he's the strong guy and, you know, pities the fool. And <laughs> it's very uh, almost comical in how over the top it is. So, right. you know, you get, you get MacGyver who comes in, who just by, without trying to be, is so far above everybody else. He doesn't need to brag. He doesn't need to be cocky. Uh, you know, doesn't need to let everybody in the room know what he's about. It just happens to be a little, um, what would you call it? Skill in his back pocket. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was hooked. And then through the years, I mean, you know, you, you, you hear, wow, this guy's wonderful. Not only is he smart, but Richard Dean Anderson brought to the character was the personality. Correct. I say, and it was wrapped around him. Exactly. I always say, you know, the gimmick of a guy who uses science to get out of trouble, that gets you in the door. But what kept you in the seat was the fact that Richard Dean Anderson let his personality, his likes, his dislikes become MacGyver. Yeah. They were smart enough to pick him and go, okay, we got something special with this guy. Uh, let's let's find out more about him and make MacGyver Richard Dean Anderson. And the hockey part of it, too. I mean, that's where... Well, the hockey part, yeah, but I mean, that, that wouldn't have swayed me either way, personally. No, but it's still but fun it, to Yeah, work. it is a great... You know, obviously, Richard Dean Anderson loves his hockey. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I wanted to find out, okay, how much of this guy should I believe? For example... When I love the Fonz, I'm like, wow, this guy's great. The, you know, again, I was even younger than 10. So <laughs> you do a little background, you realize that Henry Winkler is not the Fonz. No, not at all. He says that he's like, no, I'm not as cool as the Fonz. I've grown to love and respect him as a person. But when you first see the shy, quiet gentleman who's playing the part of MacGyver, it's almost like night and day. Yeah. You know, so I didn't want to be fooled again. So when I started to do a little digging, I thought, okay, before I have MacGyver as my idol, let me find out where reality sets in and the actor, for all I know, the actor could have been a jerk. I don't know. And once I did the research, I went, Oh no, it's actually other than the MacGyverisms, um, it's the same guy. Exactly. I mean, you to watch Richard Dean Anderson is, is in anything, you can see what a sweet guy he is and how humble he is and inspirational to me personally, as I know you. Um, just a, a exceptional human being. And to find out that, okay, that's why they decided to have MacGyver be such a nice guy. You know, how, it, the things you learn from MacGyver besides the MacGyverisms is certain mottos that you carry through the rest of your life. Right, and, you know, um, do things for other people, you know. Yeah, Stuff do like more. Yeah. Do more. There's always a way out. Uh, where there's life, there's hope. You know, the inspirational stuff that you never forget. Correct. And it's not heavy-handed either. It didn't bash you over the head with, you know. No, they just, you know, slowly put it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just by him being being the person that he is. And for me, so, as much as I love the MacGyverisms, it's the quiet moments that mean as much to me, too. Yeah. Like when sure. they show him at home or show him coming back from a mission, 
just interacting with his neighbors or, you know, people. Just people in general. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'd have debates that I know I've had with people. And it's taught me how to interact better and get my point across and know when to fight more and when to back off. Right. That's just as important. You know, there's a lot of people who I know are hooked on just the MacGyverisms. That's fine. But if you dig deeper, deeper, you get more of the character. Yeah, and, and you know, because of that, Richard Dean Anderson, aka MacGyver, Jack O'Neill, all the other parts. But uh, Richard Dean Anderson has been my idol ever since. Yeah, you know, but it was MacGyver that got me to know who he was and get that ball rolling. Um, and listening to this podcast, everybody will hear us constantly bring up personal stories. Yep, uh, I've got a couple where too. it's applied, and I'll tell you, for me, it's applied my whole life. Yeah, ever since 1985. You know, I have I have some wonderful role models in my life that I, you know, through family and friends. But you know, I also have certain inspiration that I've taken from people in out there in in TV or whatever, and to a reasonable extent, Richard Dean Anderson, you know, is is a big one. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the fact that he stayed humble. This is a guy who... Because he could, he could had, be arrogant if he wanted to. He could be a son of a bee if he wanted to. And for nobody sure. would blink an eye. They just, yeah, well, he's he's Hollywood. He's, you know, it's it's a cliche to be yeah. the snobby actor. But... He's he, so different from the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, there, mean, are other, other, there are other humble actors, there. but yeah. But to watch him through the years and know that there you watch him do an interview or listen to an interview. Uh, one of the things I even learned from him is how to be self-deprecating and how to, cause you know, by listening or watching any of the YouTube clips uh, of interviews that he's done through the years, boy, they set him up where they can, they can, Hey, here's a thing. Here's a tube of toothpaste and a paper clip. Make me something. Yeah. yeah you can very easily fall into an uncomfortable type of interview instead he's able to laugh and smile and i've learned from him how to avoid uncomfortable conversations you know especially when since he's on the spot like that right yeah i mean he that that is something that still amazes me because i'll go back and watch them or listen to them and well you really pick up on on that and i don't think many people would be able to navigate those waters so well yep for sure how about you well, um, seeing as I was negative ten when the show came out, um, I didn't come about it the more natural. <laughs> I didn't come about it because I'm 16, but I, d- I didn't come about it the more natural way. But there was this show um, a couple years back. I guess it was about three or four years on PBS called Design Squad, and it was about um, high schoolers competing in, in engineering um, competitions to to win a scholarship. Um, and one of the guys, whatever, and they were asking them what their who their role models was. One of the guys said MacGyver. Um, and at the time, like a friend of mine or my brother, whatever, was watching it. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go check this out. So I, I got like season one for Christmas, whatever. Hmm. And that first episode, I just instantly fell in love with it. And it's just like, man, you know, just everything that you said, you know, the character and how he's so humble and how can you react under pressure so well. And he can think of things on the spot. And, and no, he doesn't, he's not ever, always going to get everything right because he's, you know, he's human. But, you know, he's always, you know, he's always humble. And, and that's, you know, what you intrigued me about it, and then I found out, like you did, that Richard Anderson is a lot like him, and how they, of course, you know, I'm in, we, of course, came across the show with different generations, um, 
So, of course, you, the information was a little different, I guess, sure. that I found, because um, things have happened since then. Of course, the show has ended um, and all that. So, and yeah. I just, I just instantly fell in love with it, you know, and I've got several stories like you do, I'm sure that I've, you know, just think, what would MacGyver do? And then right. apply it, because, you know, it, it, does, it does help um, a lot to think that. Um, in and I'll tell situations. you, too, it, it went, to think that way, when you, were, you just reminded me when you said, what would MacGyver do? It, just by that inspiration alone, it keeps you in a positive attitude. Always. If you just have MacGyver that on your mind. is very positive. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's, in his case, it's life and death situations. And yes, he's worried and, and, you know, scared to death times. But still, he keeps a positive attitude. Okay, this didn't work. Well, that's okay. We're going to tweak it and now it's going to. And... It helps me stay a happy camper. I know that. For sure. You, you just, okay, a situation happened. You can waste your time getting upset about it or you can fix it. Yes. Yes. But, and it, I know you'll feel the same way. There are times where friends around you go, oh, man, all right, I guess we're in trouble. We're not going to be able to do this. Yeah. And it, it feels, ugh. I get, a, I get a little tingle and I'm like, ah, no. No, you can do not this. Yet. Not yet. Not yet. No. Right, I don't give up hope when other people do. Right, because you always got to maintain that. Because if you always have it, then you, you know, the the worrying will be a little bit less. Because you can always, even though you don't always completely confident, you always have that thing of what if, mm-hmm. you know, and then that can that can keep you going in certain situations. Honestly, um, just every, I mean, it, everyday situations. You don't have to be dangling from a cliff in order to use it either. Right, you can just be in in a room or something when when something happens. You know, uh, just, just if you're at things. work or yeah. Yeah. Some you would know because you're a computer guy. Uh, something doesn't work on a computer. Right. Yeah. Let's be realistic. There's a way. Always. There's got to be a way. If there's a will. There's a way. Exactly. And that's all wonderful, wonderful stuff. So one of the, like I was saying before, what we want to do is have people write into us. Right, and ask uh, us questions and, and tell us, us your stories questions. too, and we'll read them out. Um, we can do that. That'll be nice because um, our email address is um, MacGyverPod. At gmail.com, and I'll have that link um, in the iTunes description and on the, uh, the website page, of course. And also look for us on various other sites, uh, say Facebook. Um, there's, there's yours, which is tell Thomas, Thomas, Duke, Thomas Duke. Right, yes. and I'm Mac Jackson. Uh, there, actually, there are two Mac Jackson, so I'm the one. Mac W. Jackson. I, yeah, Mac W. Jackson. And also, I have a band, my wife and I, uh, Harmony Constant. Which is so cool. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, he's really so good, you guys. you got to listen to him. That. Sorry? I said, guys, you got to listen to him. He's, he's really good. This man is talented. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you'd be able to find us through that. We have a fan page on there. Um, but I'm constantly posting, as are you, I know, uh, anything right. MacGyver-related. And if you could follow us through that, or I know there's a Harmony Constant page on Oh, MySpace, Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Oh Mac Jackson. I'm uh, trying. To, I'm actually looking at it right now. I'm at TD six six seven. But I will be setting up um, a MacGyver podcast Twitter page as well. Good, uh, we good. And it's yeah. I'm at at Mac M A C W Jackson. So you could find us on there too. Uh, like I said, feel free. I mean, give us suggestions. What, right. What you Feedback like? is what we would like. What do you want to hear? Um, we're going to have different music introductions and outros to the show just to keep things interesting. As much as I know we love the theme song, 
uh, I would think after a while it might get on people. After heads. episode 100, I think people might want to be hearing something else. <laughs> <laughs> Just <Yeah>. saying. <laughs> you know. How many times can you... Hey, it, it's both of our ringtones, so it's not like we don't hear it enough, you know. Yeah, I, oh, you know what? I went to the um, to the phone place to have them try and download, I don't know, update it. I was having some trouble, and I think I have to check into it, but I think the guy accidentally erased my ringtone. No! Yeah. <laughs> the humanity! It would be the third time that I've had to download it. <laughs> because, you know, every time you get a new phone, which used to be, what, once a year you would trade in the old one? Right. The, uh... I had to go through tons of trouble to get it on my phone because I don't oh, have I don't, God, I don't have a data plan. I had to like I had to reduce the bit rate of it and get it. It was compressed to the file, then it was it was a mess. But it's worth it because people are like, "Hey, what is that?" You know, then you get to tell them. They're like, "Oh, that's cool." Yeah, and I had them. Well, a lot of people think I'm very proud when they recognize it. Yeah. So my one time I had someone tell me it was the A-team, and I was like, "Nope, not quite." Uh, don't even. I was like, "That's a little bit of an insult, actually." <laughs> I was like, "At least you got the same decade, but come on." Honestly. Well, you know, I go, I collect comics, and every week I go into the comic book store, and Wednesday's new comic day, so right. it's crowded, and I love when, when someone would call, and they can hear it, and the whole store goes silent. <laughs> goes, you get your wife to call while you're in the store. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the MacGyver, that's the MacGyver theme song, and I'll yell out, that's right, good job, you know, I'm very um, A couple times I've actually caught myself, like, when I'm in the mood, I just won't answer a call, because I'll be listening to the theme, and I was like, oh, wait, someone's actually calling me, that's not just the theme song playing, whoops. <laughs> and I still get a little chill when I hear it, you know? Yeah, because it's just like, just, it brings I, back I, the memories that you can still have. Yeah, and I try to get the, um, the Stargate theme song, too, the SG-1 theme song. Right. Couldn't find it, they don't have it, for, I, I'm huh. on, um, what is it? Com, uh, is a com, you know, Verizon, and for whatever reason, it was not only was it impossible to get that one, but the MacGyver. Do they one have the MacGyver thing actually on the phone website? I believe so, but I had to talk to somebody live on the phone and oh. you know make this work. I told them get this to make this happen. And the guy said, oh, "No, I'm sorry, sir, we don't have that." I said, "Nope, I've downloaded it twice already." <laughs> like that's not good enough. Yeah, let let's dig a little deeper, shall we? And he found. Go it. into your files. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, and, of course, it doesn't pop up when you download it. It doesn't say MacGyver theme. It just is instantly on there? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So it, it, it's actually like a number. I have to save mine as a music file, then make the music file my ringtone, and then shorten it down to 26 seconds. And mm-hmm. Ugh. I know. I know. Well, and, and that's the part, too. It always starts with the ba 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 Instead yeah. of the, the, you know... The well, well mine, starts on, mine starts one ba late. It just starts in the middle of this, because there's, there's nine of them, actually. I've counted before. And it starts, like, in uh, one and a half, almost two. So oh, it's geez. a little short. But it's all right. It doesn't matter, because you can see it. And it gets your attention, I guess. Yeah, he's just like, whoa, every time. and then I guess if it did the quiet part in the beginning, we would be missing a lot of calls. I would just probably not even answer. <laughs> it's like, that's not even <laughs> going to motivate me to answer the phone. Yeah, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I have to look for it. If, if I lost it again, I don't Download know. from the guy, from a guy from online forums. You can, they have it on there. Do they? Mm-hmm. Is, is it under the audio or... section? They have, yeah, it's free. Under the audio section, they have it. Um, yeah, the ringtone, uh, for sure. Well, you'll have to help me try and do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it to my phone and use it that way. Yeah, you it, can, cause you can save you... it as a music file and make the music file. See, I don't know if my phone will let me do that. It should. I mean, I don't have that on my phone. It still does. Yeah. Hey, my big advancement was the fact that I have a uh, keyboard now on my phone. Yeah, so do I. (laughs) That whole slidey thing. Yeah, I've got touchscreen and keyboard. It's nice. I I hate to text, but 
in today's day and age, you really don't have a choice. No, you've got to. You know, and I wasn't going to do A, B, C. <laughs> I see. So, I, if I, I wouldn't have even gotten a phone if I had that as my option. Yeah, well, that's how I used to do it. And then when the new phones, you know, when it was time to get a new phone, that was the first thing that my wife and I said was, "Okay, give us one that's with a keypad, please." Yeah. But I don't know if I have. I don't have the internet or anything like that on my phone. I'm yeah, not data plans are expensive. The, They're really expensive. Oh no, kidding! Just to have what is it? The um, an iPhone? Golly, that's thirty bucks, I think, and just, just for the do. internet. And that's twenty. It's towards yeah, and then you can override your data if you have twenty five dollars a month. Yeah. See, no, no, thank you. That's plus the actual phone service. Yeah, I that's, think that's I'm pretty awesome. sure. So it's crazy. I'll be happy to get the iPad too now that the price is dropping. Yeah, lucky you! <laughs> I've got a Kindle Fire, and those are pretty fun too. Yeah, um, because you can hold those actually in one hand. That's got a seven-inch touchscreen, and it's nice. It's got a really smooth back. It's it's big enough, but it's not too big. You can still hold it. I can you know barely hold it in one hand, but uh, it's got good audio on it, and it's, you can do everything on it. Um, hmm. Well, one of the things that's that actually where me. It's where I started watching Cheers was on the Kindle Fire Prime membership thing. Which Great is, show. It's a fun show. Oh, 20, yeah. 27 Emmys, nine seasons. Crazy. Oh yeah, it it really was an excellent. Ted Danson's on uh, CSI. Which one is oh, he? Oh, I know it. Which one? I, I haven't cared this much about CSI since Grissom left. He is crazy. He's just awesome. He looks about the same. It's just hair colors changed. Well, he yeah. He he seemed anything I've ever seen him interview or whatever seems like a real down to earth sweet guy. And his wife Mary Steenburgen uh, will tweet back and forth now and again, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So I got to actually tell her to tell which him. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How great it is to have him on there. And you've tweeted with with uh, Rick too. Why, yes, yes, Which I have. Which is like, I envy you for that. It's just Dream like come true stuff. I'm telling you, it, day and age. It's the second best thing to actually meeting him or talking to him. Which I think I we guess. both probably would like freak out if that happened. Well, well you, was, you it probably wouldn't. too, because you, it, when I, one of the things I found out by just recently, actually, people are goofy. Some of the people oh, yeah. that post Crazy stuff to people. him on Twitter. Crazy. They talk about, oh, I want to roll around in your chest hair. I don't want to do that. <laughs> and how do you think, like, when he reads those things, it's just like, <sighs> delete, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, the whole reason I know he's made it known that he's wanted to communicate with fans. Right. Well, and I love that. And if Twitter's the way that he's comfortable doing it, great. I'm thankful for any of it. Uh, he used to just do it through the R.D. Anderson site through Kate. Right. Uh, who... Kate does an excellent job. I'm hoping she's going to be listening to this. Um, Which would be fantastic. But, you know, I, I know he's wanted to communicate. But the problem with Twitter, besides being limited with what you can type, you have to learn to abbreviate everything. Um, you get people, apparently in his case, anybody, anybody can say anything they want. Right, anybody. And that can be a problem sometimes. But it is, you know, freedom of speech. Um, yeah, but if you're so. freaking goofy, I you know, yeah. it's painful uh, when I look at what people say because I know what his intent is. Yeah, see, I don't he even read what people say because I know it's mostly goofy stuff. Yeah, I only did it recently when people were were up in arms about something that he posted, and because of how limited you are, it came across in a different way than how he intended it. It basically, he was trying to tell politely someone who I guess was stalker-ish to please back off. Yeah, stalker-ish. And people got upset thinking that he was telling everybody to back off. But those who are following anything he says knows that that wasn't the, that wasn't the truth. That wasn't what his intent was. And he quickly 
responded. That wasn't to everybody. That was just to one particular person. Yeah, please don't anyone. Take well, that made me go back and look at, wonder what people are posting to him. I'm and sure he probably deleted wow, it, though. Yeah. It, you know, I don't want to know about people wanting to roll around in his chest hair. Yeah, I don't think anybody does. So, you know, when I, whenever I communicate with anybody, whether it be him or anybody else, I want it to be one, interesting and worthwhile reading, you know, two, intelligent. Right, because you don't want to sound like, you know, a goofy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to come off as crazy. You capitalize your eyes. That's a, yeah. Exactly. Because <laughs> you can instantly tell what someone's like if they don't capitalize their eyes, you know. Yeah. The time so they take I, I apparently came across, um, sane enough that that he felt comfortable responding to me it's just like the coolest thing ever oh yeah i tell you i was the envy of many a site i would bet a lot of people were chiming in saying wow not only did he respond you had a nice little back and forth conversation (laughs) yeah but it it pays off to be sane relatively (laughs) it does it pays off to be sane yeah (laughs) that should be a bumper sticker right it does be sane um but yeah, uh, and but yeah, I mean that uh, that gets back to what we were saying about hopefully once we prove ourselves as being um, yeah that would be my dream list to interview um, good guys Nick, yes yes which would just um, be amazing fantastic well and and I know I've said this to you when we weren't recording I want to just let the man talk I don't yeah I, just, I, would, I would literally just listen to him talk for two hours and just say hello and then bye that's like well, <laughs> that would be fine with me because listen. <laughs> Knowing well, that he's go, talking go to me. Don't watch any of his interviews. I have. I've watched a lot of them. Um, right. Well, I mean, people are listening. Yeah. I know you have. But if anybody goes back and watches him on, say, Regis and Kathy Lee or Jay Leno, they just don't. Not shut up. only do they not let him answer, They're, it's annoying. Which drives me nuts because I want to hear what he was going to say. Yeah, you're having him, him on the show to ask him questions. When you ask him a question, actually shut up and let him answer, and not just say, "Okay, let's talk about this." Or, well, what they would do is they'd use his beginning of an answer as a setup for their own joke yeah and that's you know and and he'd have such a what makes him just a great man is he'd have such a great spirit about it you know he could be a a jerk about it but he just you know he kind of goes with it but you can tell he's a little annoyed but which i think most of us would be you know if they did that right well and he smiles and and handles it well but i know I would yell at the TV screen at Jay Leno because oh, interview after yes. interview, he's like, so how's your love life? <laughs> if he doesn't want to talk about it, get off his case. Right. Don't make it a constant comeback every time and tease him about it. You know, And then he's dating someone who is younger than him and Leno wouldn't get off his case about it. And Yeah. I, I could tell as much as, as Rick was smiling and being nice about it, it, it – was painful to watch on his behalf. You know, he did those, uh, I, I watched a couple other interviews where the guy, the person or girl, the guy, girl, didn't know who they were talking to. And they're asking him st- questions about either his personal life, which were inaccurate, or Stargate, which were inaccurate, or MacGyver. And know your stuff before you talk to him. Right. You know, so I, if and when we're lucky enough to have him on if our show, uh, I, I don't want to ask the same old questions. No, we're probably going to go back and listen to the interviews and make sure we don't ask any of the... No, I, I, I honest to God, I know them by heart and I know what I don't want to bring up. All right. You right. know, uh, and also I just want to let the guy talk. Let's, you know, let, let the man have a conversation. 
Right. Finish a freaking thought. And what we'll also do for that is, and with the, any other celebrities that we'll get, is we'll, um, said we'll guys have you guys sending questions for that person, and we'll ask them that, um, and you can hear the answers that way, which will be really cool. As long as it's not, can I roll around in your chest? Right, of yes. course, we'll weed out, we'll weed out the bad <laughs> questions. Uh, I certainly wouldn't be the one to ask him that. Man, uh, I'll tell you. And, so th- and on Strange top of that, desires. it really made me feel special when I knew that out of all the people that typed to him every day, he, he replied to, to you. respond to me. Do you think it maybe it was like coincidental or that he just saw it or you think you were, I'm, I don't know. Well, I know he's not on every day, or at least that's my assumption. I'm sure he doesn't go back and read all of them. At least I wouldn't because that would take forever. To no, I, th- I think he does. You think so? Yeah, I, th- I do. I do. I think he does. Um, I just don't think he posts as often. Like you'll get a sporadic here and there. Right. Uh, yeah, his, like recently. His he last the comment was about um, the hockey game that was on the other day. Right, the Kings and the, yeah. Yeah. So, which I think he's a fan of the Kings. So, yeah. Well, me too. Me too. Ever since Gretzky, but um, yep, yep, yep. When you know Calgary, though, you gotta like Calgary, especially from the show. And many times he wore that hat. Yeah, that's true. Flame and sea, because that was the first episode when we see him wear that hat and gets off the helicopter. Yeah, here he goes, and so it begins. Congratulations, Kings! Congratulations on Game One overtime victory versus New Jersey. You look great, guys, MacGyver says. <laughs> Which is like the coolest thing ever. Because <laughs> like I'm sure some of those guys know him as MacGyver. So I think if you have a chance to, if you have any chance of him responding to you, I think you have to catch him while he's on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you got to be, I know from his point of view, he has to be careful of what he says. And sometimes his daughter, we can talk about that too, his daughter gets on sometimes. Yeah, uh, I know she used wow. to have her own... Uh, her own page. I don't know if she does now, but because she started acting and has done a pretty darn good job from has what she? I've seen. Oh, that's and right. Heard. Yeah. So and you the know. vlog they recently posted of him and the and his daughter is just hilarious because at the end she goes, "Thank you for saying that." Yes, he he is a great actor and he does need to work because oh. he is fat. And he turns to the camera and goes, "What?" <laughs> Very well. I wish yeah. he'd do more. It's like a father daughter moment. It's really cool to see him. You know, in in that. You know. Well, I don't know if you if you knew, but for years he he wanted to have kids. He was constantly one of the constant questions about, you know, how's your love life? Oh, how come you're not married? And I respect and love the fact that he didn't rush into a marriage, right? Because that would have been terrible. Yeah, you know, he even said, you know, he wants the in- institution to work for him. But right. again, you you have to be choosy. You have to be picky. I you know same thing I guess with George Clooney. George Clooney hasn't gotten married, and people right. still bust his chops. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I, I'd rather someone be very, very picky with who they end up with. Yeah, take, I mean, if you're gonna be with that person. Seriously. Yeah, you're. You have to be with that. I mean, you're saying for better or for worse, you know, sickness and health. You know, you're saying that, so it's not like you want to go and lie. You know, break that. So you need people do need to take it seriously, and you do need to take your time because you're gonna be. With the, you're supposed to be with that person for the rest of your life. Exactly. And, you know, and, and I, your I love story, which that he doesn't rush into it. And you your know? story about how you met your wife, we'll have to talk about sometime because it's just you know really cool. Thanks. Oh, yeah, it, it's almost, uh, it could be a, a made-for-TV movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's but, definitely. Um, a... One of the things that I know he one of the, they would say was, well, don't you want to have kids? And he would go on about, oh, yeah, I can't wait to have kids. You know, <laughs> I know I'll be a great dad and a better grandfather and all that wonderful stuff. So when he had Wiley, I was so happy for him. Yeah. And, and to listen to him, he beams when he, as he should, uh, when he talks right. about his it's daughter. A good dad. You know, I, I know I do the same with my two kids. Oh, yeah, and your kids your kids are great. Mikey's hilarious. 
honest to God. Well, Mikey, who's three uh, He's moment, really smart. He, honest to God, I'm very blessed. I'd love to take credit for that, but I think we just got lucky. Yeah. Uh, or he's taken after his mom in that fashion. <laughs> Got to give um, her some credit, too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's great, too, because he's at that age where I can show him MacGyver. And he wears his flight jacket like Which I do. Which is the cutest thing ever. And tell people what he said. What he well, said I about have it. The, I have a blue one. And I have the bomber jacket, you know, right. and all that, um, coincidentally. Well, he has a green uh, flight jacket. And it's he calls it his MacGyver slash Jack O'Neill jacket. Because he knows on Stargate they wear the green jacket. So <laughs> every time he wears it, and now it's like whatever shirt or jacket he wears... He unzips it or unbuttons it <laughs> to the middle of his chest, and he tells whoever's listening. We could be at church, we could be in a mall. I zip it, I unzip it down like this, so I could be, you know, just like MacGyver does. Which is so cute. Oh, it's adorable. And people are going, I, "What? I don't," because they, you know, that's not a signature MacGyver thing. But I yeah, showed that's him. A, but I mean, yeah. You know, oh yeah, I, I, you have to unzip it a little. Not everything has to be zipped up. And I guess one of the episodes that we started watching, we've gotten maybe five episodes into it with him. He sees that okay, he had it unzipped a little bit, so yeah, it yeah. stuck. Uh huh. Something about it, it stuck in his head. It's so funny. Yeah. But he knows, and now you know, I got him watching um, Stargate last night. He watched his first episode. Yeah. And he do you like it? Walks and oh. He's all well, and it helped that I picked one that was had a lot of action. Did in he it. now? Did he recognize Richard Anderson? You, well, yeah, he knows that if if his hair is lighter and longer, he's MacGyver. Yeah, 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 if, longer. If for sure. shorter, he's Jack O'Neill. That's now that's amazing because that just goes to show you how smart this kid is. Honest to God, I, 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 he's amazing. The things that he comes off with. Yeah, but you know, hey, he I picked a an action oriented episode, and now he wants to watch more. Mm-hmm. Whereas with MacGyver, I'll say, look, 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 at, see what he's doing there? He, he doesn't know how he can't get out of there. So he's taking this and he's taking that. And look at what he did. So if I show him how impressive that is, he goes, wow, okay. <laughs> you know, he, so he wants his nickname to be Mac as well. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, that's, that's you know. I, yesterday we were driving home and he wanted to understand what a nickname was. <laughs> see, and he asks intelligent, because that's, that's an honest, intelligent question. Most three-year-olds wouldn't ask that. <laughs> I know his his vocabulary makes him sound like he's a little English gentleman too. I would prefer not to do that, Dad. <laughs> I can yeah, because I can just hear him saying that. Because he's come on when you and I were talking one time. Because uh, this is this is our second go at this. Because the first recording uh, messed up, but um, but when you know when we were still fiddling around with it, uh, Mikey, I think he walked into the room right and he started playing his. He told me hello and everything, and he started playing his keyboard. And he told you he couldn't play if you were talking, which was like the funniest thing ever, <laughs> Daddy. Daddy, can can you not talk right now? I'm gonna play my keyboard. <laughs> Which like, is like, oh, I was sorry, like, sorry. I was like, I'm not gonna argue with that. All right. <laughs> like my son is going to play. Goodbye. Yeah. So yeah, he's but... being raised right on on, you know, good TV. Oh yeah. Then he's yeah. hey, raise him up with MacGyver. Start him young. Start that's him right. Young. Well, yeah, and that's the other thing too, because he knows, uh, as I did, you get a good influence going, and it ripples through your entire life. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it, you can base. You know, you can't base your life. Well, you could base your life just off of that, but you need other influence. Um, but like, if that's you know a big part of it, your everyday life will be so much better. Yeah. You know, right. Well, you know, I was thinking about this. I have a, a, as many people. I like Indiana Jones. Yeah. And cool. but you know what? As much as I like Indiana Jones, and I was talking to a fellow fan too. 
you, as exciting as that is, he doesn't apply for everyday life. No, not because you're not going to have a whip with you all the time. Well, yeah. and you're also not, yeah, it, it's... Running from Germans. Exactly. I mean, it's fun and it's exciting and all, but, you know, you watch MacGyver. The, like I said, those quiet moments where it shows him at home, you right. know, uh, or somebody Climbing shows guitar up and or... wants to have a conversation. Right. I, I know I learned how to debate by watching MacGyver. Yeah, because he, boy, can he debate. Yeah, you know, well, I mean, just even the accepting what somebody else is saying before you counter. Yeah, and not going, that's stupid, because that's not how you debate. You want to accept what the other person's saying and process it before you just go and point fingers and say that's stupid. Well, you know? I, I'm thinking of certain episodes now uh, that I know when we we do the uh, commentary, I'm going to point out and, yeah. and show you, like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. And he makes this point, and he's right, but he's also dealing with someone who's very stubborn, too. Right. So how do you how do you break through that? And it, it applies to your everyday life. Yes, most definitely. Yeah. Now what so, I f- yeah. now what I was gonna say is what I forgot to mention at the beginning of this podcast was um, Mac and I's goal for this is we want it to feel really relaxed because we're just sit we're just leaning back in our chairs talking about MacGyver and having a good time. We don't want this to feel scripted because it's not. And so we we'll want you to be you know you know relaxed while you're listening to it. So um, you know give us feedback on that and tell us how we're doing on that because that's what we're definitely trying to do for sure. Yeah, and and you know, I I don't know how we would be able to play it. I'm sure you would know before I would. Um, if you know, if the listeners out there, instead of just typing a question or a comment, feel free to record something and send it to us. Yeah, that's fine if you want to do that too. Yeah, that would be exciting. I'd like to hear people's voices. You know. Yeah, because it's fun. You know, because then you can cause you can always tell if someone's talking to, through uh, through text. And you know, uh, you know this too. But isn't it great that there's something that oh. There's nothing dated about MacGyver. No, it endures, obviously, because this is, you know, what, 27 years later, and it's still endured, you know. Yeah, well, think about the countries. There was just something about a country who the channel's ratings went up because they started showing during the day MacGyver repeats. Which is so cool. Right. And, well, and again, it doesn't stick itself in the 80s and early 90s. It That happened to be when it was, but it didn't hold up a big billboard and say, you know, this is an 80s show, or I know people like to make fun of his long hair, but that was the style at the time. Right. And got to remember, in the 90s, he still had long hair, and oh, it was got still stylish there. Right, because it's, you know, right. Other than that, there really isn't anything that would point to a specific time. No, and Ray-Bans, they're still around, obviously. Um Right uh, and, and duct the, tape is still around. Summonizer still around. Yes, his for clothing, sure. Which I believe, leather for the ja- most part, came from his own wardrobe. Yeah, leather, leather jackets be. go with everything. Obviously, you know you've got you've got one. I've got one. Um, yeah, and the and the bomber jacket, the blue bomber jacket, right? Or uh, uh, flight jacket. And those things are jacket, comfortable. Um, Did you buy one? I don't have one. I've worn one before. Um, at a track meet one time, I was someone else's. I was borrowing it, but you've got one, right? Well, yeah, and and they're the they're warm. The site, the MacGyver online uh, site, is they have, they have a, links. A link they have links to Amazon, um, and, and, to and Amazon other places, to other places, which is and so you cool. Can buy right that from the flight jacket for like thirty bucks. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and and you're right because they are comfortable and they're great and for they're and fall, spring, part of winter. As long as it's not bitter cold, you can still wear that jacket. Yeah, and you can wear layers underneath. I'm sure because then you got to bust out the leather jacket for that. Yeah, yeah, well, or or something even heavier than that. Well, yeah. 
you know. Um, but um, I, I meant to tell you this. This is kind of MacGyver-related. Uh, I'm planning on taking my boy camping. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah, well, well, normally, Cindy, my wife, would go with me. But our daughter is only, what, five months old now. Right. And so she's not going to be up for camping yet. No, not quite. We'll eventually all go as a family, but I'm di- I've been dying to go camping for a while. And nice I weather. just thought, wouldn't it be nice to have a, a guy time? Me and my boy. Go yeah, camping. bonding time. There's this great place in Meshopin, uh PA. Uh, it's called Slumber Alley Campsites. Mm-hmm. And I've been going for years. And so I'm going to take them. I'm going to buy that uh, on the MacGyver Online site. I saw they have that camping duct tape. Yeah, I showed you about that, didn't I? That was you, yeah. Yeah, he said they sell like three rolls with no um, no cardboard. But see, what I do is I just go to the Dollar Tree and buy a dollar roll. And what I do is I put it in the, the vice on my workbench mm-hmm. and clamp that flat and leave that overnight. And when I undo it, it stays flat. And you fit that thing in your back pocket. And the more you use it, the less noticeable it is um, in your back pocket. And you can use that stuff for just about everything. Well, see, there you go. That and I, I got a 1985 Swiss Army knife off eBay for ten bucks. So win-win situation. You? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's the one he uses in season uh, one, episode one. So. Okay. Know. See, I win-win. had that one, and it's very thin. But boy, once I noticed the the scissors that you can get. Well, see, my, yeah, mine didn't have it. Yeah, because see, I want the. I've got the Spartan. I've got it right here with me. Um, you can hear the click. Mm-hmm. I've got the Spartan, mm-hmm. and it's got you know, of course, it's got the knife. It's got the nail filer. The flathead screwdriver and the Phillips head screwdriver and the flathead screwdriver you can use for a ton of things mm-hmm. the nail file you can use for a lot of things you'd be surprised and on the back of course it has corkscrew and the awl and the toothpick and the um, right. tweezers well, but that- instead of the corkscrew I wish it had the Phillips head screwdriver mm-hmm. um, and instead well, of the nail file first, um, my first pocket knife yeah. too and I like the way they made them back then because they were like they were more of a red and they're a smooth texture but mm-hmm. now they make them it's like a maroon it's a burgundy and it's like a rough texture so well, I just it depends, like I think, on, on which one you buy. I know there's – you're right. They do make them darker, but if you get the, the same kind with the actual Swiss symbol on it. Can you – yeah. Uh, I think they're they're a little brighter. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got mine. When I, my first one uh, in New Jersey, we were on vacation, <laughs> and I convinced my parents – or my mother in particular. My father was fine with it. Uh, I was 12. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can see your mother not wanting you to get it. No, but it was like $15. So I got it. Yeah, and were you like really excited? Well, because I've been searching for like three years before I found mine. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I kept it with me. And then once I saw him start to use um, MacGyver, I mean, start to use the scissors or there's like a little saw. Uh, I thought, yeah. oh, okay, I think. Which those saws are razor sharp on, on Swiss Army. Everything is yeah. on Swiss Army. They come razor sharp. Yeah. So once I saw the scissors, I thought, okay, so the next one I'm going to get is that. And I did. I, I, that's the one I carry with me now. And, boy, those scissors can't come in handy at least once a week. Yeah, you can open letters with them. You can, I mean, you can cut string. You can cut little, you can cut little things off your clothing. I've noticed that, too. Like, if you pull string, you mm-hmm. can cut those. And while without worrying about it, pulling with a knife. Of course, mine's pretty sharp, so I can just use that. Um, and you can, you know, you just do tons of things with them. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny, too, because now the first knife I have, I keep in my brown uh, bomber jacket. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's, <laughs> well, that's another thing about MacGyver. You notice he would have miscellaneous stuff, string or, Which you, you know. Which you and I have actually carried these, actually carry these things. 
yeah. Um, I think oh, you talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. I carry but, I mean, just, you know, like 25 feet string, little, wire, paper clip. possible trinkets in your pocket. Yeah, I pick up things along the way. Just, you know, like when I'm walking somewhere and I find something, I just pick it up. You know, it's just what yeah. I do. But, I mean, as long yeah, as I think that. it can be handy, yeah. I'll just toss it in a jacket pocket. Right. And there are times I go, man, I, I wish I had something to stick. Oh, wait a minute. I have this jacket on me. Right. I think I have a little bit of duct tape left. Or electrical tape, as the case might have been. Right. And, and I use it, and of course, everybody around you gives you that look like, what the heck, man? And it's like, well, what if you were in the situation? Well, yeah, I don't see you fixing it, you know? And then. Exactly. Yeah. And it's kind of like, a, a, right. what and the I, heck is the matter with you look? Yeah. Combined with a. Wow, I just, or okay. yeah, then you have the thought in your mind of, I just fixed this, and you're in all of that. Exactly. And then there's always a saying of, I'd rather um, have it, not need it, than need it, and not have it. You know? Did you ever see the, the old commercials on USA? What's he doing with that thing? Was always their their. No, I haven't. Phrase. No. Oh, they'd make it like a little rap. Well, what, 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 what's he doing with that thing? <laughs> and they'd show clips of him doing it, and it's it's really sums up what everybody else on the outside would be thinking. Like, okay, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, and to have that happen to me, it puts a little smile on my face. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, I'm in charge of, of this situation. I got it. Without trying to be. And while we're talking about this, we might as well give a couple examples of when we've used um, MacGyver's in real life. Um, I'll let you... You want me to start or you want to No, start? you go ahead because it happens enough that I don't really register it and I think you'll remind me. Of- um, so a couple weeks ago, it was actually a month ago or so, I was with a buddy and he has a concession stand and the cash the cash register was broken and like the... I mean, it, the door wasn't registering when you closed it up on the top for the little paper thing. And so I was like, he's like, I'm just going to toss this. I was like, actually, give me a couple minutes. And so I went and rummaged. So I found some, um, I guess to use my duct tape, uh, a piece of paper to cover up the sensor and a straw, a little mixing straw like in coffee. Mm-hmm. And it turned off like in 15 minutes. He was like, are you done? I was like, yep. And then it worked and we were able to use it. So... Isn't that cool? And isn't it great when you become the go-to that, guy for that something feeling, that That feeling when you fix it, it's like, bam, I just used three things, three ordinary everyday items to fix a cash register. Yeah. And somebody go, huh. And he goes, right, he goes, job. he goes, he goes, man, I would have never been able to do that. He goes, I just want to throw it away. He just saved me a lot of money. I was like, and no problem. And that really sums up the whole MacGyver way of thinking. Right. And then when someone says, well, can I pay you for that? It's like, no, no, but just, you know, pass it on. That's right. No, nope, happy to help. Because it's like you, you got to like think of yourself, like right? And you got to think. You're, you, yeah, he always just smiles and said, "No, you know, just happy to help." You got to think of yourself on the other side. What if you were that person? Like, for example, um, I think one time I don't remember I was going to run and I noticed some guy was. I thought he was breaking into a car. <laughs> then I realized it was actually his. At least I hope it was his. Um, <laughs> or else I just helped commit a crime. And, <laughs> but um, and I just help him. You know, used a coat hanger to um grab the handle instead of push the button. Right. And, so, and he was like, he, was, he goes, man, can I, can I pay you some money? He goes, here's like, he held out a 20. And I was like, no. I was like, just, um, I was like, you can do two things for me. I was like, one, you can pass on the favor. And I was like, two, please wipe that fingerprint off of your windshield of mine because if this is illegal, I'm not involved. <laughs> you know, he's like, he's like, all right, I'll do it. And then, you know, I haven't ever seen him again because he used to run up there on the track with me. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just things like that. And you just, you walk away thinking, man, I, I think MacGyver would have done the same thing. And that process just helps you do that because, you know, you don't want to walk away because then again, if I had have helped that guy with the car, whatever, I probably would still regret it to this day of, you know, that poor guy, you know, if I helped him get to class, you know. Well, and it, it, it does feel like kind of like a superpower. Yeah, and if, yeah, feel and like if, you've just been set apart from the rest of the world when you, yeah. one, figured out this riddle that's in front of you, which is how I always think about it. A puzzle. You're, yeah. you're the go-to guy. Somebody comes to you and says, I'm stuck. Will you help me? And then you figure out what was wrong with it or how to fix it. 
Uh, and then when you can hand it back and just, that's it. That's all I need to do. That's I don't like, need anything in return. Yeah. I feel as close to a superhero. Yeah, the true hero walks away quietly. Right. Because you know, the, the satisfaction right is within. Um, exactly. And that's you know, passing that on the favor. Because you know, there's nothing wrong with if somebody wants to give you something. Yeah, you can take it. There yeah. really is no shame in it. You know, but you the fact that you can just, nope. Yeah, as much then, as you might right. enjoy it or appreciate it, to have that power to say, "No, thank you." Right, and then because you know, that's, that's what Mac would have done, and uh, you know, and you got to think of yourself on the other end. You know, like I said, because if I was that guy with my car, I would have wanted someone to stop um, and help for sure. Yep. Uh, Actually, I'll tell you something. Years ago, this back, back in um, uh, oh god, I was still in grade school, and I, I had gotten I, apparently that type of reputation. And this we can talk about how your name came to be too. Well, sure. Um, <laughs> kid around the corner comes down the alley. I was in the garage with my father, and he goes, "Oh man, could you help me? I I, I got to get in my house, and I locked myself out." <laughs> and at the time, he didn't want to get caught. I guess he figured he was going to get in a lot of trouble with his parents if they came home and he wasn't in the house. Yeah, and he locked himself out. So I go over and I'm like, well, okay. And one, I'm thinking I don't want it to be illegal. Uh, but again, it's your own house. And I, as long as I don't break anything, I think we'll be okay. Right. And his window was locked and it was up higher. It wasn't on ground level. And I figured out a way to pop open the window and get him inside. I, I, I'll never forget him. Man, okay. Wow. Thank you, man. You saved my life. You are MacGyver. Holy <laughs> You know, and again, at that time, you're like, thanks. Me up after the fact. Yeah. But I, I wasn't even thinking like, ooh, look, I'm being like MacGyver at this moment. I think at that point it was already ingrained within me to be clever and to help. And then to hear it after the fact, I think, is why it stuck out. Like, oh, yeah, I guess, I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Or if I don't take us, I remember being with friends who were climbing an old coal, um, Whatever the machine is that that would take the coal up into the air and then drop it off into the back of a like an truck or something, uh, my friends had all climbed up on it, and I only just being adventurous climbed up only so far. Yeah. But then I told them, "Okay, guys, you know, that's enough. Let's get down." Well, they got down, and they watched me get down, and I guess something that I did reminded them of MacGyver because of the one guy. Man, he did that just like MacGyver. <laughs> I thought, huh? You're like, oh, you're like, I just got off. I never would have thought. It's really cool to be complimented as your idol. It is. It's a, it's a cool feeling. When you're not trying to be. Right. You know, I mean, sure, I, I try to take after people that inspire me, but my wife will say that, like, man, that was that was such a Jack O'Neill. The way you said that was so Jack O'Neill or so Richard Dean Anderson. And she'll do that frequently. Yeah. And thank God she's there to point it out to me because I'm not aware that I'm doing it at the time. And that is such a wonderful feeling. Like, really? She's the enabler. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I wasn't trying to be, but thank you. And, and to know that it's sincere, you know? Yeah, for sure. To have, and, and back to how you were saying about me getting my name, it's that type of thing that would happen. Because, again, I was 10 when MacGyver came out. So anytime after that, if I would do anything clever or maybe I said something like MacGyver or I had the long hair and I looked like MacGyver, uh, I'm not six foot two or whatever Richard Dean Anderson is. Like I'm one, five yeah. nine. Right. So 
but other than that, I tend to be have a a facial structure and body build like his. So that on top of 80s, early 90s, having that long hair, you know, you do that plus say something or be creative, people go, oh, wow, you're just like MacGyver. And they don't know how much that means to me. Yeah, they're just saying it. Holding up a big banner saying, I love MacGyver. So to hear it organically, and to hear someone that's like, "Oh, a fellow fan," which is cool, and they might even be a fan just so they know who he is. Especially nowadays, when I hear someone tell me that, and I've heard people, a couple of people say, "You know, Richard Dean Anderson," which is cool. They even realize mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. which is e- even cooler. Sure, um, but you got to know that MacGyver is a household name at this point. Right, it is because more people know that than they do, and and it's sad because most people don't even know Richard Anderson's name; they just know him as MacGyver. Sure, but um, but you know, you get what you expect. You know, twenty-seven years. Yeah, so. and, and, and for me, through the it's years, in the dictionary, you know, so, yeah. I was in grade school, and people would start calling me MacGyver, or Mac for short, and I thought, it was around this time that I thought, okay, let me dig, do a little digging to make sure the actor is as cool as the character. Yeah, because you want people calling you that unless he's cool. Right. If he's a jerk, I don't want to bother. Yeah. So, once I found out, oh no, he's, he's wonderful, uh, he's inspirational, alright, I won't fight that. And then through high school, new kids would call me that. And then by college, I people were, again, new on people. their own. Yeah, new people. New people. And at that point, I just thought, okay, this is not only just a – it's more than a coincidence. I, I guess I'm not going to fight it anymore. And when everybody except your mother is calling you <laughs> Matt or MacGyver – and meaning it sincerely and not ironically or as a <laughs> look at he's clever like MacGyver. They don't they're actually calling you that as your name. I thought, okay, then that's that's what I'll go by. I have no problem with that. Yeah. And you know, I and to this I day. don't I haven't asked people who used to call me uh Michael, which is my birth name. I don't go back to people in my old neighborhood who knew me when I was three and tell them you have to now call me Mac. Yeah, because they're probably still gonna call you Michael. Yeah, and I, I it's that's just goofy. Yeah. Um, but I actually think of myself as Mac because which for, is so cool because like when I found out that your name was because when I put it on the forums, you know, like you know, you know, the podcast getting it started up, and you, I was like, man, this guy's name is actually Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but again, since 1985, that's what I got used to being called, and. I can't think of a better nickname, and for a better reason. Yeah, because you, even though other people may not know, you know. It, um, yeah, and yeah. your initials so, are or your initials are MJ. So, yeah, yeah, which is cool. Yeah, and and you know, like I said, there's another Mac Jackson on uh, Facebook, and he's requested to be my Facebook friend, and I I don't want to say no, but you but don't I even know said him. yes yet because I don't want people to get us crisscrossed. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I did ori- I did originally actually I sent him a request instead of you. Yeah, um, but I figure. If people through this uh, podcast know me through the band, we'll have we'll have links to our page uh, in the iTunes description and on the website. Um, so yeah, MacGyver, I mean, it'll be enough to do. The link to that is uh, MacGyverPodcast.podomatic.com. Of course, that'll be in the iTunes description as well. You can leave your feedback on that website um, too. So yeah, do you have? Um, is there anything we're missing to tell the people? I think we've done pretty well for the first episode. If you guys would um, leave your feedback, that would be great. And, um, Please do. Expect part two, you know, sometime in the future, soon. Yeah, um, yeah, we're gonna do the commentary for the first episode soon. Most definitely. 
But also, I mean, let us know about that. Would you do you want to see? You want would you want to hear yeah. more? Let us know what you'd like to hear. The setup for that, because um, we've we've done it once before. So if when we do do the commentary, if we don't sound as excited, don't think it's because we're not. It's because we've already <laughs> been through before, and it was a giant letdown. Mac and I were both ready to just throw our computers. Well, not I don't know about you, but I was ready to throw my computer out the door. Oh, I was um, frustrated. Oh, we were just like, oh, you know. I thought we did an excellent job, and then to find out that it skipped. Yeah, it was scratchy. It was like a scratch disc because I was on there editing. I was up until like two a.m. We, we were recording until 11 o'clock on a Saturday night. We've been, we would it like, I, I, I got up to like eight until two. Yeah. I got to club eight o'clock that morning and I'd been, we'd been working on it all day, getting it set up. And then we recorded and it was, it was golden, but this one's even better. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm proud to be doing this too, because yeah, this is my know. dream. I've been wanting to do this for over a year now. Um, and you've been looking to do something like this. Because uh-huh. you're so Anything knowledgeable that about I can it. You promote can, goodness. I yeah. get up. You can literally ask this man any question about MacGyver and he will tell you. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling and, you. And it's funny too because, uh, just as a side note, I years ago I was tested, I guess it was before third grade, to see my learning capability. And right. what it came back to be was. And at the time, you know, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't care. I just knew that when we were done with this testing, my mother was going to take me to McDonald's. So that was all <laughs> in my mind. And they, they tested me on, on a bunch of stuff. And they found out that I had perfect pitch, which didn't matter to me at the time. It does now. Uh, but also they said that I had selective photographic memory. Right. Which it sounds like a good thing. Um, but it the can, downside of it is you remember bad things easily. Yeah. Well, and it, I can speak for that too. As, as far as school goes, if it's something that doesn't interest me, yeah, and not I've only will that I not retain it, it'll be harder for me to retain it. Yeah. But if it's something that interests me, like MacGyver, like I can remember like every, MacGyver. every single, we can both remember every single line of every single episode of MacGyver. And of course we've seen him a billion times a piece. Um, or at least the ones that I've seen, um, so, which is cool, but then again, you can remember bad things, but then school stuff, it doesn't always help The with school that. stuff doesn't click unless it's yeah. something that I like. So I would yeah. have difficulty with certain things uh, in school, but not with others. Well, now that school's done for me, I just get to remember random stuff about shows, and I can tell you, you know, I, I'll right. watch something and go, oh, that guy was on episode such and such of MacGyver or Stargate or whatever it might be. So it has it has a good side to it, but it's not as wonderful as say people with photographic memories. Right. Like it's selective. So if I like it, yeah, you gotta run people. It's selective, and you don't always have control over the selectiveness. If I don't like it, then I'm gonna have and I have to yeah. learn it. It would be a problem, right? But fortunately for this podcast, it's gonna be a good thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mac, what episode did I mention this word? Episode two, twenty-five <laughs> minutes and thirty seconds into this it. Quote. Yeah. Let me go back in my mind. Um, but but uh, um, before we wrap up, what sort of uh, do you have any sort of random goodness suggestions for people? Yeah, we'll do this uh, every episode. We can just do like recommendations, just random things. Um, I will recommend season one of Battlestar Galactica. That is a great show. Mm-hmm. It's really, really intense, really dark, hard to keep up with. You have to, you literally cannot look away because it's like, wait a minute, how, what, 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 who? And then you have to rewind it. Um, but it's a great show. Um, the Cylons and everything. Um, like I was saying to you, the first two seasons were, as much as it was dark, uh, it was so good. I, even if I didn't want to like it, I couldn't help but like, I miss it. Yeah. You know, it, they, they would 
air it after Stargate SG One. And I love how during the Stargate space Atlantis. during the space scenes when they're out in space, you can't yeah. hear anything. It's really quiet because that's how it would be. There's it's a vacuum sound can't travel. Yeah. And it used to be a uh, the trifecta for Friday. Yeah. It, it was Sci-Fi Friday, and sci- the Sci-Fi Channel was at their peak. What year did it, it come on? It would be oh, I don't remember it's off like the top. Two thousand five. During the last few good seasons of SG One, uh, so it was like well, season. I know they're like on season five or six, so it season six or seven of SG One, as I recall, and then it would be Stargate Atlantis, and then it would be Battlestar Galactica, and. Those two first two seasons, when they had everything really tight, it, it was fan- it was surprising too. It wasn't like predictable where you knew how it was going to end. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's a good pick for your. Do you have anything else? Um, anything music wise? Um, well, I recommend eighties music. <laughs> <laughs> it's stuff is golden. Uh, but no, not I don't have anything too much. Um, Pretty dry this week. And I have to start sending you some links. Yeah, you do. So what have you got to recommend? Because I know you're probably full of them. Oh, I I could go on for hours. But um, let me think. Let's keep it like a maximum of five items, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Podcast part two is our suggestions. Um, That's my only suggestion. Listen to this podcast. Who's out there looking to read uh, any good comics? I used to read, but I just dropped it because one, too expensive, and three, the writers of Amazing Spider-Man just don't get it. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a conversation to have at one of these times. They're they're hit and miss now. Ever since we'll have uh, a second Brand- podcast for that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but as far as what's strong right now, uh, DC just started fresh. They ended basically the DC universe. What about the new fifty? Is it the, like the new fifty two? I don't the remember. Fifty two is, is that what it's called? called? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember. So most of MacGyver or MacGyver, listen to me, Batman and Green Lantern have stayed intact as far as that because you don't fix something that isn't broken but everything else they're starting from scratch basically what they're saying is the dc universe superheroes only started five years ago oh okay so there's not all this continuity that you need to follow right uh superman's outfit got tweaked i'm not really crazy about that but the batman title there's say four at the moment there's going to be more but there's four Batman titles. Uh, Batman, Batman and Robin, Detective Comics, and The Dark Knight. Out of those four, the two that I recommend, which are solid and holy crap good, uh, Batman, that they're dealing with uh, the Court of Owls, for anybody who, who would recognize that. Uh, they're only seven, eight issues in, so you can quickly jump on. Uh, Batman and Batman and Robin are the two strongest that DC has out there right now, bar none. Oh, that reminds me another recommendation. I would recommend, I'm sure most people have seen it by now, but the Avengers movie. Um, oh, yeah. It was well, great. Now, it wasn't, I, w- I will say for this, like, because I, I went to see all the other movies building up to this, like, um, you know, opening day. Mm-hmm. I will say I wasn't completely blown away, but wow, what a movie. And I saw it twice. Um, and just, and the character of Loki, they got him spot on. Yeah, um, the scene well, I, where he's I talking love- to Natasha, but I, I do wish my only complaint about that movie one, um, well, I, no, I there a couple, spoilers. Well, a couple, but yeah, well, I mean, now, nah, yeah, but That's Natasha Romanoff does not have a Russian accent. Um, Scarlett Johansson, she didn't even attempt one. She speaks Russian, but she didn't have a Russian accent. That just annoyed me because I know, mm-hmm. like in 
And you know, because she would have a Russian accent, because she's Russian. I know, but I, between you and me, I don't know how much of her trying to pull off a, a Russian accent. Or it probably, two would, it probably would wouldn't have been hours. that good. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'd probably be getting a little annoyed. Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm more of a DC guy over Marvel. Well, lately, even though I don't, even though one. I don't read the books anymore, lately I've gotten into that because some of their characters don't have power. A lot of them don't, such as Green Arrow, who is currently my favorite. It, it, and his story is amazing. This is rich Brad got drunk, fell off his yacht. Um, well, have a now they ride. changed it. Did they change it again? Because of the new 52. Well, they, they made everybody younger. Uh, well, still, he's so, a great well, character. Um, it is a cool And character. I love Smallville. I cried when that? Smallville ended. There's, what? There's going to be a new Green Arrow show called Arrow. It just got, it's getting picked up. I'm going to go um, dance in the street, Lana Richie style now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he just made my day, sir. Yeah, look it up. It's called Arrow. Um, it looks like, it looks like it'll be good. I hope now it is succeeds. it the same costume as Smallville because that was amazing. It was all it's right. It's not connected to Smallville. <sighs> no, no, I'm okay with that. Well, or, see, maybe. this is a you and I. The only thing we pretty much don't agree about is I. I mean, small. If well, I think you might agree with me about this, but if all of Smallville was like season ten, that show would have won so many Emmys because season ten. It, it just like every episode is like bam, bam, bam. And then he got on the costume, and then it was just like rapid. And a lot of people complain about that. He didn't put the costume on until later on. But um, oh, there's, I, you know, as a comic book reader, I can nitpick. Them. But it's the it's the modern to- story of it. You're not gonna see a guy put on, you know, tights because it's modern. Like they were saying, like that was the rule. It's like no tights. And even they made a joke about it with Green Arrow. The girl was like, "Nice tights." She goes, "They're leggings. They're not tights. There's a difference." She goes, "They're still tight." He goes, "They're leggings." She goes, Whatever. "I tried. I, I wasn't a fan of that show. I mean, I tried. I mean, I liked it because it was. I just came across it randomly. I was bored switching to channels, and I was like, he burned and he burned the S with his eyes, and I was like, holy cow! Because I've seen a billboard for it before. Sure. Of course, I was like young. I wasn't allowed to watch it because heck, the show went for ten years. So I was like six when it came out. Right, um, they, mom, can I watch this? No. Um, well. As much as I'm not a, uh, I'm more of a DC guy, but I read both Marvel and DC and all the yeah. other. Yeah, I like the universe feel of Marvel, but then again, you know. Well, I'll tell you my recommendation from Marvel. Their, their top book right now, Daredevil. Yes, I love Daredevil, but I mean, Mark Wade, I believe, is the writer. Ooh, it is, he's it's good. He's fantastic. Good. It's lighthearted. They 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 make him fun and bouncy. It's not everything's dark. Uh, some of the writers in the past, and I didn't have any complaint about it, made him go through, you know, a whole rigmarole of trouble. Well, now it's, it's, they've lightened him up. They've let him be fun again. Yeah. You know, more of a, a fun swashbuckler. Which is cool. Oh, so I recommend that from, from that. Um, let's see. Music wise, anybody who goes to the Listen Harmony to Constant Harmony Constant site. all day, every day, and your <laughs> life will be amazing. <laughs> Just listen to this man's. But no, but what it well, recommend? No, I'm going to recommend. It was through our website. I'm very big on pushing the people who influence me. Michael uh, Nesmith. Top of which, more than above anybody else, is Michael Nesmith, uh, who many may know through the Monkees. Uh, so thereby, by the connection, Monkees too. Uh, David Gray, Katie Tunstall, I adore. Um, these are these are my top notch, but. As far as somebody new, you'll see that when you go through through our page. I don't need to really talk and about what, that. And what song is it that, that, that you sing about? It's actually about you and your wife. I love that song. I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called. It's called The Story of Us. The and Story it's, of uh, Us. Listen, everybody go and listen to that song. It's 99% true. Um, you can find it on YouTube and all. We, we had a, one of our concerts recorded. So 
Uh, yeah, Story of Us. And it's the only thing that isn't true is I mentioned three kids, and right now I have two. But hey, another so. one's going to be up. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Triplets! Um, no. Yeah, as far as a new person uh, that I'm going to add to my favorite list, it's a guy named Jeremy Messersmith. Huh. Uh, he's fun. He reminds me of, he's got quirky, fun uh, lyrics like Elliot Smith. Uh, but he's got a, a voice like Paul Simon. Oh, I love me some wonderful Paul Simon. range. Yeah, I mean, I, he, I love how he sings. Yeah, you can call me Al. It's a great song, and, um, and yeah, and plant, yeah, and and to listen to it's funny because I downloaded all three of his albums so far. I'm hoping he has a new one coming out soon. But the guy isn't even signed yet. Huh? I discovered him because one of his songs, um, "Girl, a Boy, a Girl in a Graveyard," I think it was got played after one of mine on an internet station uh, that Lori Dewar hosts a radio show called The Harmony Resort. It's on Saturday mornings. Um, then they re-air it later. Yeah. Uh, played, uh, you know, plays our stuff. So I was listening to it, and I heard his stuff. And you know how when you listen to someone that you, wow, I just love their and it's voice. Like you just like sit there waiting to find out who it is. Yeah, so I asked them, and I did the research, and I, I'll tell you, I love everything, every single song he has, and I'm hungry for more. But it amazed me that this guy has three albums, and he's still not signed. That's like when I, when Lana Del Rey, you know who that is? You ever heard about her? What's her name? Lana Del Rey. She's an alternative singer. Um, um, she I got started from YouTube. Name. She got started from YouTube, and I remember when she first got started, she wasn't even signed, and she did like music videos and stuff. My gosh, she got a voice. And Send like, me some talk, links. Talk about I, I, you know, I'll do it for sure. On the lookout for new. She's she's incredible. Now she's extremely. You know, she's got an album out, um, and um, so she's she's amazing. But uh, is is she one of your favorites? Would you say? As far as alternative goes, yes. But do I listen to alternative that much? No. But yeah, very little of her, very little of her songs do I actually like. Okay. Um, but she's a she's cool. But um, but yeah, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, expect part two sometime in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to get this thing rolling. And, um, so yeah, you can, I'll have links for everything on the iTunes description and on the, on the website. Uh, Mac, any closing comments? Uh, just thanks. I, I'm excited. I'm, I'm thankful to be part of this. Yeah. Uh, and again, please tell us what kind of topics you want to hear us talk about. Most we're definitely. here, we're here for you. It's not just us running the show. We so want to be a collaborative thing. Yeah. We want to hear, uh, your, your thoughts. We want to make you people happy. Yes. So good discussions. All right. Well, um, thanks again, everybody, for listening, and um, we'll uh, see you guys next time. Yep. Bye.